0: In a world filled with incredibly remarkable human beings, it's my mission to shine light on some of the stories and lessons that we accrue during our time here. My goal is to fill you with the same hope and inspiration I found in some of my friends along the way. What I've also found is sometimes inspiration doesn't always slap you in the face. Sometimes an immense bond or a chance situation will reveal the greatest of all inspirations. However you receive your message, hearing another's perspective on life's challenges and triumphs will help you to put some of your own anguish and concerns at ease. We will learn together that there is far more that unites us than the objects that tear us apart. We are going to simplify our lives as we grow together on this mission of finding more hope in our everyday life. So, sit back and relax. I want you to enjoy the ride. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The World with Nate. Today, I'm excited to introduce you to my Episode 7 guest. Her name is Erica, and she created an online community called the Sister uh, Sweat-Inspired Sisterhood. It's a a women-only workout space. I had a chance situation. My wife saw her post on social media and was curious about it and started with a free trial, and she fell in love with it. So that put it on my horizon. And the instance I started to dig deeper into your program, Erica, I fell in love with the... the, uh, business values, the things that you have incorporated into your program. And it's just an amazing community for women. And I wanted to share that with my guest. Um, So without further ado, Erica, welcome to the world with Nate. Will you uh, take a second to introduce yourself a little bit?
1: Absolutely. Um, First of all, thank you, Nate, for having me on. Um, Like Nate said in the intro, um, his wife, Christy, is a member of the sisterhood. Um, I believe she grew up In Dyersville, which is very close to my hometown. Um, So, we do have some connection there. Um, So, background of the sisterhood um, I originally had um, a program called American Made. That's when I filed the business back in, I think it was 2016 or 17. Um, I rebranded in 2018 um, just to call the brand something that revolved around who the people in the program were. So, The whole concept is we sweat together, we inspire one another, and we are a family, which is where the word sisterhood came about. So, rebranded in about 2018 to call it Sweat Inspire Sisterhood. And what it is, it's an online platform, um, so you don't have to drive anywhere, which, you know, as a mom, um, most of the the ladies are moms, so they don't have to drive anywhere, saves them time. Um, It's an online platform for women, Specifically, um, sorry guys, but we don't allow any guys in our program.
0: <laughs> yeah, which I, uh, you know,
1: it's it's perfect because the women feel more comfortable to share whatever and whenever um, on our Facebook page, and they don't feel judged. Like yeah, the Facebook page is open to anything, literally anything, um, and that's that's the main reason I went that route. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a platform, online platform for busy women for workouts, nutrition, and um, empowerment.
0: So. When you say online community and women only, I um, was like, huh. I wonder, wonder why it's like that. And then my wife said to me, she goes, Nate, I've had you know four children and I haven't (laughs) been, I haven't been in a gym in years. If I would were to go today back into a gym, I would feel uncomfortable. And and me, I was like, why the hell would you feel uncomfortable? Like you're an attractive woman who you know. And that hit hit me. I was like that is terrible that you would feel like that being in that space where you're trying to better yourself. But, and then but that's
1: the thing. Like w- nobody shares that information. Like nobody is like open to talking about that. But then yet when you're talking to 500 strangers on a Facebook page, you know, you can, you can open up that conversation and say, you know, I'm here because this reason I don't feel comfortable going to a gym. You're not yeah. going to walk up to somebody in the gym and have that conversation.
0: no, but it's the Facebook
1: gonna, page, you can do that. Like it's strangers. It's all women. Nobody is there to judge you. Like they're all there for the same reasons.
0: Right. Yeah, they're all there, right, like you said, for the same reasons just to get better. And I understand now, you know, after she said that and I, you know, talk took a second to think about it, that would be a little bit uncomfortable. You know, you're new at it. I have the the benefit of this is something that I just like to do. So you know, I don't do it for for my physical health per se anymore. It's more so for my mental uh, health. But to be someone who felt like new at it, that's a tough step just to get yourself in that door, right?
1: Yep, absolutely. And even before this podcast started, you and I were talking about um, our certifications. And, you know, if if you and I were to walk into a gym, we know exactly what to do. But 95% Ninety-five yeah. percent of the population has absolutely no idea, and when right. you walk into the gym, you know uh, hiring a personal trainer is is an additional cost to that. So it's like, okay, you walk in, you already pay for your fifty-dollar membership. And now what do you do? You just jump on the treadmill because you don't yeah. know what else to do. Yeah. You know, you, but. Yeah.
0: You don't know the things like the, just a simple, what seems simple to someone who has the knowledge. You don't know what muscle sets you're supposed to work or what certain exercises do X, Y, and Z. Uh, yeah, and that's where you freaking blow it out of the water. You're telling them, I get the privilege of walking into your workouts almost every day and the, <laughs> the amount of oversee that you get, you're. A personal trainer right there with all these girls in the Facebook live morning workouts.
1: Right, and, and like that, I'm breathing heavy, they're breathing heavy. We, <laughs> yeah. We're all like, we're all going through the workout together. I know exactly what they're feeling. It's not just me taking them through a workout and telling them what to do. You know, that's yeah. what pers- personal training is. I'm right. I'm literally doing these movements right there with them. So if their glutes are burning, like I feel that burn <laughs> too. Oh
0: so, yeah, it's real, Erica. You're it real. Is real. And it's relatable, Erica. You make a space where it's not someone who got their makeup done, jumped in front of a camera <laughs> and did a 13 second leg presses or whatever, you know,
1: right?
0: you, uh, you're right there sweating your ass off with these girls. Uh, you know,
1: it's, it's funny that you say that because I do have other instructors that I brought on board and you know, the first question that they ask is like, where am I supposed to film these workouts? And I'm like, right in your own house. Like we're not driving to a studio, you know, we're not having a makeup artist come to our makeup. It is like no editing. You get what you get. If we, if us instructors fall on in our face or if we, yeah. um, I had an instructor like break her step stool a couple weeks ago. Like uh-huh. that's what you get. Like there is no editing. We are real people. We're not getting our makeup done. We're not, you know, spending five million dollars at a studio. Yeah. You're in our house with us. And right. that's that's what I love about it.
0: Watching Diego run through the morning push-ups.
1: <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> so yeah, day, and you do you do what's the frequency of these? They're at home workouts and you have a bunch of different programs. I'd like to take a second and kind of get the community's head around all of the different stuff that you do. Cause it's not just all right, get in front of the TV, we're doing high knees for 30 seconds, you know, right? you have so, a lot of options.
1: Yep. So there's, there's two programs. So uh, the first program is just the sisterhood. That's where they get um, a daily live workout. So if they want to work out live, they can do it live. Plus they have an app um, and a membership site where they can go on and pick any other workout video um, if they can't attend the live. I totally understand. We're all busy. We can't all, you know, show up for a 6 a.m. live. Um, so that's the sisterhood. They get a workout and they also get a meal plan. Okay. Um, about two, two or three years ago, um, women kept reaching out and they said, you know, we need more information about nutrition. Can you teach us about um calories and macros and how to feel our body correctly? Because we're following all these, you know, fad diets that are out there, such as keto and you know, all those, you know, everything under the sun. Right. And so you know, like about two years ago, I started, um, the drop 10 program, which is everything that you get in the sisterhood. Plus it's 12 weeks of nutrition coaching. So each week we, uh, go over a new nutrition topic, such as supplements. Like I break down which supplements are a complete waste of money. Um, and which ones, you know, actually benefit, um, which ones you actually benefit from. And then maybe another week we talk about macros. We break down like What are macronutrients? Why are they important to um, know what they are and how to track them? So two different programs. One is more nutrition um, specific for those that really want to drop a little bit of weight, um, really learn about nutrition and dive deeper. And then the other program is just specifically for the workouts and um, the meal plans.
0: Okay. And the community.
1: And the community. Both of them. Yeah. Both of them get a community. Um, I feel like the drop 10, the ladies connect a little bit more just because it's a smaller group of people. Um, but like with both of these programs, people start as strangers and then they become lifelong friends, which is, it's crazy.
0: What was the, uh, so one group that you have, you have to have, um, returnees or, uh, you have to had newcomers. Explain your oh, groups. Yes. The groups. Okay. The groups to me.
1: That's a good point. Okay, so uh, when was it? I want to say it was about two years ago. Um, somebody reached out and she said, "I'm really struggling with accountability. Is there any way we can do like a group challenge?" And so usually, like I start stuff based off my feedback from people. Like that's okay. where I get my greatest ideas. I just Small listen. Small business. To what, right, like you listen to what they want and then Heck you pivot. Yeah. Like you got to pivot. Otherwise you're just, you know, you're going to, you're going to sink as a business yep. owner, but you listen to what they want. They wanted more accountability. They wanted group accountability. So we started, um, some group challenges. Um, I think okay. the first challenge that I did was like, your team has to complete 300 workouts as a group of four people in 12 weeks. Okay. So they would text each other saying, you know, I just did Monday's workout. Did you do it? You know, it it holds them accountable to complete their workouts. But, uh, the way we started kind of like really growing and flourishing is to have a group of like three or four people that were already members find a newbie, um, to really like take that newbie in as their little sister. So I called it like your big sis and your little sis. Heck yeah. The people that were already in the program, you know, you're a big sister. You already know everything about the sisterhood. You take that little sister on um, as a group of four so that there's, you know, enough people there to really support that newbie. And that's your team. So there was like a team of three veteran members. And then they took that that newbie or that little sister on as um, as their teammate.
0: I love that. That gives you the opportunity to mentor. It gives you the opportunity to be a leader. It gives you the opportunity to follow. It gives you the opportunity to make friendships.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, it's awesome to see that there are those things out there. We so often get wrapped up in the, the Gold's Gym or the uh, Pelotons or the Pilates. These are the things that work because all these people do it when maybe right. – if you just, you know, try to figure yourself out, worry about figuring your own health and wellness out. It it's pillars, right? It's not, it's not a single, it's not, you're going to exercise and you're going to get the goals that you want to get.
1: But like, you know, the thing with those programs, you know, all those programs are great because they're getting people moving. So I'm never, I'm never going to bash another program, but the thing with those programs, whether it's a beach body or a Peloton, like you're doing it for yourself. Whereas the sisterhood, like you're in it together. Like you're doing it as a team. We're all in this together. So when we hype, when we hype one another up, like we all win. Right. But when you're, when you're just doing a workout on an app, like a Peloton app, and you don't know anybody that else that's, you know, doing that workout. It's like, you're in it for yourself. Um, We're doing the opposite here. So we take what's great about those programs And maybe take bits and pieces but we make it our own and we make it so that it's community centered
0: so when you say that you can't possibly erica do everything under the sun you can't teach treadmill classes and teach strength classes teach cardio zumba and everything else that you want to do at what point did you decide hey i got to start bringing in other people into my dream and have them help me so we can create the kind of culture and what our community wants you know you said you get the feedback from the people and then you, you do with it. So at what what point did you realize, you know, this is getting big. I got to call in some help.
1: Um, I think it was when, so I, I got my yoga certification when I was living in San Diego. Okay, That was about four years ago. Um, so I offered literally every class they could do strength training. They could do, um, hit cardio. And then I also taught a yoga class Okay. and it was about like a year after teaching those yoga classes where I'm like, you know, like I love to take yoga classes. I don't love to teach them. Like I'm not passionate about teaching them. I'm passionate about taking them. Like, you know, like I will go to hot yoga class and, you know, sweat my ass off for 60 minutes. But (laughs) if I have to like teach it, I'm just like, you know, it's like, it's not something that I love to do. So Um, I started looking for yoga instructors. I was like, you know, this is something that I could hire out. Um, I'll enjoy it more when I can actually take the class instead of teaching it and worrying about like, oh crap, you know, I have to plan another yoga class. Um, so it started with that. And then I was also like, you know, if I'm bringing in a yoga instructor, let's try also bringing in another instructor for something else. Um, so then I reached out to another girl that was from Dyersville, and I, I'm pretty sure your wife went to uh, high school with her, but I said, hey, would you be interested in teaching this class? I already knew she was teaching at another gym. Um, she said, absolutely. She was already a member, so she knew you know, everything about the sisterhood already, so awesome. started there. Now we're looking for more instructors um, to just offer variety for the ladies. That's what yeah. they love. Number one thing they love is
0: just variety. So, okay. so if you're so,
1: listening and you are a dance instructor or a Zumba, reach out to me.
0: Heck yeah. I know, anything. Yeah, I know that uh, there are some people in the listeners who have different qualifications in different areas in the fitness industry. And uh, everybody, COVID was hard with the shutdown. That's you one of the, the awesome reasons for this program. Iowa was fortunate enough that, Our shutdown time was like two or three months, but there are people that still can't go to the gym, access a fitness center.
1: Right. And And the thing is like, you start to realize when, you know, those businesses close down, it's like, okay, you're forced to work out at home. And then you start to realize like, oh, how much time am I actually saving by not having to drive to the gym, not having to pack a gym bag? How much money am I saving by not having to like, take my kid to daycare while I go work out or whatever, you know, it's like, it's sometimes those, those things that like challenge us are like real eye openers too.
0: Heck yeah. And you know, the options are out there. You just gotta, gotta find them. You gotta make it a priority. That's why I'm thankful that yours, your uh, program showed up. My wife was just in the spot where we think we're done having kids knock on wood (laughs) and uh it showed up and she was like i want to give this a try and i think she even uh, you do free free trials of your program too yeah so that's another talk about that what made you do that i mean i think that's great i think if you try something and you love it you're gonna pay for it so what what made you spur that
1: um i think it goes back to the whole midwest thing like you have to learn to trust somebody first before you like you know before you're like all in yeah another like midwest reason why I did the free thing like okay nothing against people in the Midwest but like we're kind of tight with our money right like Heck yeah we <laughs> like we have to really be all in before we spend money on something like yeah. we think about it before we like you know put our credit card on something Heck yeah. so it like with those two Midwest values like okay trust me first like give me a chance first if you love me continue on like if you don't like me if I'm you know, not your, your cup of tea. That's okay too. Like, you're not going to hurt my feelings. There's millions and millions of other programs and trainers out there, but I want to offer you something like just try it first, give it seven days. If you hate it, you don't have to continue on. You have, you know, zero investment. I didn't take a cent from you. Um, But if you love it, like try it for a month, you know? So we start uh, usually with a, like a seven day free challenge, Um, The sisterhood members get to do it too. So it's like seven days where we're like, okay, we're going to do these seven workouts. Um, It's always the first of the month to kind of get them hyped up for the new month. Okay. And then the people that are doing the trial, they can either continue on or, you know, they're not out any money.
0: Right. Okay. So listeners, if you're out there and you're thinking, well, man, COVID's been tough on me. Here is your opportunity. You get free, (laughs) a free trial with Erica to do it. If you are a woman and you want to do this, contact Erica. I love, I love it. I mean,
1: her. or if you're a guy, just get your wife to do it. And then you can do the work for <laughs> <other. laughs> You
0: can be a beneficiary and your kids. <laughs> right. one, of the, one of the unseen benefits of this, I mean, is my, my daughters who I have older daughters, so they see mom working out and they want to jump in and do this stuff. And.
1: Oh, oh my God. That's my favorite part. when yes. When moms are posting like videos or photos of their kids doing the workouts with them is so funny because you know these kids they not only look up to me but they look up to their mom like they're watching everything that these moms are doing whether they're like they're doing push-ups or burpees like these two-year-olds know what burpees are like you know (laughs) 10 years ago we didn't we didn't do that unless it was like a, a workout video at home
0: right and a lot has changed in the fitness industry i would like to cover um, how you started, uh, where you where you did your your schooling at? I know you're an Iowa kid, so let's just start with um, right after high school. Where'd you go to? Where did you go to college, and what did you study?
1: All right, so after high school, went to the University of Iowa. Um,
0: Shout out Hawkeyes!
1: <laughs> right, <laughs> uh, the first two. I think it was like it was at least one year, maybe two years in. I I went in with an undecided major didn't have okay. any idea what I wanted to do. Kind of a struggle between either business or nursing. So it was kind of a toss up, like, do I want to follow the business route? Or do I want to follow like the healthcare route? Right. Um, junior year, I was like, okay, I'm going to do the nursing route. Um, I think it was like the end of my junior year. Um, I was on track for the nursing program. Um, I was all in, I was like, yes, I'm going to do this. I don't want to do business anymore. I want to do nursing. Um, end of my junior year, um, received a call from my dad and he let us know that he was diagnosed with, um, stage four lung cancer oh. and like literally shocked all of us. Um, he was a non-smoker, started with like just a simple cough, cough that wouldn't go away. And, um, you know, it just like kind of shook all of us. Like, we're like, what are you, co- are you kidding? Are you, are you punking us right now? Yeah. Um, And then I think it was like that day after, maybe that next week, switched my major. So I was like, "Do I want to take care of people?" You know, it was it was like a hard eye opener. Thinking, "Do I want to take care of people when they're already sick, or do I want to prevent it?" So switched my major. um, Went from you know pursuing nursing to pursuing health promotion. Yeah. Um, Really like that path where it was like, okay, I don't want to. I want to prevent people from getting sick, you know, before cancer, before diabetes, before anything, I yeah. just want, you know, to get them moving, get them healthy. Um, so after I graduated, um, still didn't know what I wanted to do. So I graduated with a health coaching degree. Okay. Um, didn't really know if I wanted to do that, but again, it was a degree like check Mark, you know, did yep. it
0: for our, for, uh, millennials, a lot of times, what I was fed in high school is you got to go to college or you, you right. just don't yeah. make it. There's no other yeah. option. Right.
1: But like, you know, at the end of the day, it's a piece of paper. You still, yeah. if you still don't know what you're going to do with that piece of paper, yeah. like, it's just okay. a piece.
0: <laughs> Heck yeah.
1: So you spend four years getting this piece of paper. You still, you know, have no idea. right? Um, so it took some time after college to really figure out like, do I want to work with people in like a sit down setting where like, you know, I'm talking one-on-one with them or do I want to, be like a fitness person, like, you know, teaching classes, um, doing exercise, exercise movement. So I actually, um, mentored at a local gym, um, started out as like a personal trainer, got my ACE certificate, um, you know, did the whole personal training thing for a while, started teaching classes on my own outside of the gym, um, knew knowing that I wanted to do like bigger and better things. Not so just, where, you know. where was
0: this at? At what at, this was, um, right after college, yep. where were, where were you at? Where in I the was United still States. in,
1: um, Farley or Dubuque. So I was teaching at a gym in Dubuque.
0: So to um, give the, uh, the worldwide listeners, Dubuque is large for Iowa. Um, yep. as far as met, it's not a metropolitan, it's a, um, medium-sized city, Right.
1: Right. So, so my hometown I think is up to maybe maybe 2500 people but Dubuque is about 20 minutes away from my hometown which is definitely a larger city. Right. Um but you know I was so focused on like the small town not even like Dubuque. Dubuque I consider like a, a large yeah. Yeah. But like I just wanted something for small town people to do because okay. we didn't we didn't have a gym in Farley no. like Iowa. You no. know it's like if If you consider like the Memorial Hall or the community center, your gym, then yeah, we had a gym, but you know, a lot of these small towns didn't have gyms.
0: Right. This was in what, in what time period? This was uh, 2014 and that, and fitness was not like it is now, you know, in that period in time, you were probably a forefront in that industry, in that small town. Right. Right.
1: Um, okay. Yeah. So 2000, I think it was 2016, I want to say. Um, so fast forward, I moved to San Diego. After
0: so you wanted that in, big, big town. Taste. Yeah, right. I was <laughs> like,
1: all my, all my friends are getting married, having babies. and like, I'm not, I'm not there yet. I want <laughs> I love so it. Moved, moved to San Diego with no job, nowhere to live. Like, I don't know, maybe $4,000, I think <laughs> bank, bank account, like yeah. nothing, you know, right. Yeah, just like a small town girl with like a dream. So yes. there. Oh, I
0: love that <laughs> small town girl with the dream. Heck yeah.
1: Oh my God, though. It was, it was a struggle. Like if you know, if you've ever been to San Diego, I have. you need a lot of money to live there. Like, Tons. Didn't, didn't know that. I was like, Oh yeah, I can make it, you know, uh, worked like four jobs. Somebody reached out um, from back home and she's like, hey, I really miss your workouts. Would you ever consider like filming them and like posting them online for us to do? I was like, you know, this was what, eight, nine years ago? I don't
0: know. Like before
1: before YouTube, before everything. So I was like, okay, I'll give it a try. It started with like 30 people, you know, the same 30 people that used to take my classes. And so, yeah, just branched out from there.
0: So when you say those 30, 30 people, those original um, members from the small town um, class that you taught, right?
1: Right. So I call them my OGs. My, Hell yeah. You know,
0: <laughs> Talk those about
1: people, those people are still with me. I mean, yes. like, that's, that's the great thing about the sisterhood is like the people that were here six years ago or seven years ago, eight years ago, when it all started, they're still here today. Like, yeah. Like, and that shows a lot, you know, it, yes, shows it does. trust in me, trust in, um, you know, the, the program, the community.
0: Yeah. Your value, your business values. I'm sure that that's what they love. The community that you've built, uh, organic growth, you know, in all what I'm learning as an entrepreneur starting this podcast is the best kind, valuable growth are those people who really do support you. And that sounds exactly like what you had in that first group of
1: people 100% like i can't tell you the last time i spent a dime on like a facebook ad um i just i i don't believe in it like i believe in word of mouth i believe in just like you said organic growth yeah um if it's coming from somebody else's mouth like sarah who her sister stacy you know is listening like oh i love this program we got to try it you know that's trust
0: yep if yep. you're
1: seeing it on a facebook ad like you're not going to trust a random person that you know, spending two thousand dollars on a Facebook ad, like I just—I don't know. It's all about right. organic um, word of mouth. Um, referrals, referrals is our is our biggest um, way of you know increasing the membership. So yeah, yeah,
0: makes it real and relatable, Erica. It does. You know, there's a real people. It's not just somebody in Hollywood. Um, right. So now you, you don't live in Iowa anymore, though. That's kind of sad. We lost I one know. of our own. <laughs> so you moved to Kansas.
1: I did. So rewind back to San Diego. Um, kind of still wanted, like, I still had that travel bug. Like, I don't want to be stuck in San Diego. Let's, so I moved to Seattle for a year, Tampa, Ooh. Florida for a year, and then <laughs> um, met my boyfriend. And he's like, hey, let's, you know, move back to the Midwest. We're closer to our family. Um, living is more affordable.
0: So yeah. he is also to, from Iowa.
1: Yeah. So he, um, he's also from Iowa and didn't know him when I lived, when I moved yeah. to Florida, my sister's like, Hey, do you want to hang out with like my random, like college friends? Cause I, I didn't know anybody, moved right, to a, a new city without knowing anybody. So yeah, met there, moved back to the Midwest.
0: Small um, world.
1: I know it's crazy
0: it gets smaller, right? Erica, when you're traveling all these places and living in these different cities all across the United States, it just, it tends to make you realize that, hey, this place isn't that big, you know?
1: Right. But it's, that's like, that's my favorite thing about, you know, like social media. I do have like a love and a hate relationship with social media, but you know, social media brings people together that you would have never met in your life.
0: Right. Yeah some of those people can you know you really have the opportunity to make social media special though right like right. what you put into it is often what ends up in the news feed so if you don't like it you hold the keys to changing that right
1: 100% Heck you yeah. said that a couple of weeks ago and i could not relate more to that comment
0: well i ran into that myself it's like i'm tired of all this political crap and this divisive stuff that's filling my feed, maybe I gotta look inward, you know? And the yeah. second that I started, what am I looking for? What am I searching out in my life? Who am I trying to be? And then it was just on fire. It's like, then I'm meeting people like Erica. And it I just think so much of you, that that what you're creating for these women is something that i've never seen the fraternity that you're creating rivals what i had in the military and it makes me sad that i can't be a men's hood
1: well you need to start a brotherhood (laughs) there you go
0: maybe maybe that's the next thing up erica who knows um so one another thing that i would like to talk about that you do is how much you involve other uh, women-owned businesses and how much you give back to some of your local community. What spurred when you started this whole gig? um, How did you know that this, I mean, obviously judging by the sounds of it, this is your passion. You're very passionate about your work. When did you know like, okay, this is my real job. You know, this is me. This is Erica.
1: (laughs) Funny you ask that you and I were just talking about this right before we uh, hopped on the podcast, but um, I was on another podcast a couple weeks ago and, um, she Shh. asked a very similar question and she asked, you know, how did you know when you like wanted to turn like your side hustle into your full-time gig? And the, the one time that kind of like stuck out in my mind is, um, I was coaching a run group. We were training for a half marathon in, um, San Diego. And this guy that was in my run group was like, okay, that's cool that you like train people, but. Like, what do you do for a real job? You know, just yeah. put it just super plainly like that, like incredibly blunt person as he was. But I was just like, really? Like, what are you talking about? Like, I, I'm making people healthy. I'm, you know, making them stay off their medications, lowering their blood pressure, all those other things. Like, what do you mean this isn't my full-time job? Yes, it is. And so, like, I went home, like, after that that training run, I was so, like, pissed off. Yeah. not at like him, but I was like, you know, he's right. Like I'm treating this like a side hustle and not like, you know, my full-time job.
0: Oh, I love that.
1: But like, as a trainer, you're making like, you know, barely nothing. Like the, yeah. the gyms that you're working at are charging 70, $80 for a training session. And you might be making $20 of that. Right. Um, so like you're not making much. So, you know, you do have to kind of treat it as a side hustle when you first start, but if you want it to be your full-time gig with anything, not just personal training, like if you're, you know, in whatever market that you're in, if you're treating it like a side hustle, it's always going to be a side hustle. Exactly. So it's, it's when you have that, like that shift, that, that mindset shift, like, okay, I am all in no matter what it takes, like no matter how many times I fail. Um, if I have like $2,000 in my bank account, like no matter what it takes, I am making this my full-time gig.
0: Hell Yeah. Hell yeah! It's nice that you had the clarity to to see that when you did, and you didn't waste ten years working in a factory. Or you know, you hear some people who you ask them, "Hey, how's your day going?" Shit, I hate my job. <laughs> it's like, jeez. Well, uh,
1: like that's cool. Like, okay, you what are know, you gonna do about it?
0: Yes, yes. I love that that you had that mindset switch. That whole okay, you know. He did ask me and those those questions those are hard to get when you're when you're new and you're unsure and sometimes you have the that doubt creep in where am I really a podcaster is this real you know and well nobody's going to believe it until you believe it right Erica
1: right like, and like like the thing is like you have to keep talking yourself up instead of like oh shit that person's right like yeah you know i probably can't make it as this but right. yeah you can you just got to keep saying yeah, I can just watch me, you know, like just prove them wrong. Yeah, I'll yeah. talk anytime like someone tries to like bury you back down. You just like you just prove them wrong.
0: How do you keep yourself up there all the time? That's not <laughs> that's not possible, right?
1: Uh, no, you so, can't be
0: Erica, the trainer at 6 a.m. bubbly all the time.
1: <laughs> so let's like rewind going back to that, you know, the love and the hate relationship with social media. Oh,
0: yes, yes.
1: Oh, man. Okay. So first thing that I despise about social media, it like it portrays so many lies, right? You look at Instagram, you look at Facebook, and you see all these influencers who have their perfect lives, their perfect body, perfect family, whatever. Yeah. But they're not showing you their struggles. They're not showing you their imperfections or their flaws or their failures. And, you know, being like, a thirty-year-old woman. I think back to when I was, you know, a teenager, looking through, flipping through magazines, right? Yeah. yeah. So if you're a, if you're a dude and you're like, crap, I can't relate to what she's talking about. Think like, you know, you're a teenage boy or whatever, and you're looking at like men's health magazine. You yeah. know, you're looking at the cover and you're trying to compare yourself to, you know, as people in the magazines, and that's the modern day, you know, thing that we're struggling with. We're comparing ourselves to these influencers that are showing us, you know, everything that's perfect about their lives, but you know, they're not showing us the non-photoshops or the non-filtered photos or videos or whatever. They're using filters. They're using Photoshop. So.
0: They have professional camera crews.
1: (laughs) Right. Like people to do their makeup and it's just like, you know, and then we start to get down on ourselves and we're like, crap, you know, like, all those busy moms out there, they're like, well, I see this perfect person and you know, her kids are always dressed nicely. They have perfect manners and it's like, they're not showing you the backside of of that story. And, and then we start that like comparison, you know, syndrome where we we start comparing ourselves to those, those people that aren't showing their bad days. So, you know, just bringing that conversation um, to life, like, you know, we're all human. And although, you might only see like many times just the good days on social media because we don't want to post our bad days on social media. Right?
0: Right. Yeah, that's absolutely true.
1: So just take it as like, we're all human. Um, what I do when I personally like struggle or have like an off day or an off week or whatever, I just step away from social media because I know that's like the number one thing that's just like draining. It's like you're, you're in constant comparison. Um, Or you're just trying to keep up with all the comments, et cetera. So literally I just do like a social media cleanse. I step away. Um, I get back to like my true self. Like who am I? What am I here on this earth for? Um, And you just, you know, you just like have this, this light turn on. You're like, okay, I'm I'm back to myself. I'm good.
0: So how do, what are some things that you do to get that reset?
1: Honestly, just putting your phone away, turning, um, your computer off, just like even so, if it's a day or like a couple hours, just yeah. just put it down. Don't go on Instagram. Don't go on Facebook. Just like just be. Uh, for me, I would consider myself an introvert, and I have to pretend like an extrovert on you know Facebook lives because
0: yeah,
1: you just have to have all the energy.
0: Yeah, so you're when, absolutely right.
1: So when an introvert is trying to pretend like an extrovert and giving all of their energy your energy is like drained. So usually after the 6 AM live, I just, you know, like I sit down, I drink my coffee, I refuel, re-energize, and then, you know, I'm good to go. But sometimes it's just, it's just stepping away from everything and like taking a break.
0: Yeah. That really hits home, Erica, because to portray how you want the people who are buying into your community that sometimes is who we want to be too. Like not all of that stuff comes so comfortably for the people behind this community, you know, and you sharing that. That's awesome that, you know, you are an introvert, but you got to be an extrovert. People are watching you, getting their inspiration and their pump from you.
1: Right. And so, like, that is to, draining. Feel, to feel that pressure to like always feel like you have to be on right? Like you always have to have that high energy, always feel inspirational. Sometimes I don't feel inspirational. Sometimes I don't feel motivated. We, we're all human. We all go through those emotions and just remembering that, like, you know, we're all real people.
0: Yeah. Heck yeah. That is what's the most important thing. You know, making sure you're, you're staying on your road, what you have planned for you. Yours links up nice with your why. Would you say that that experience with your father solidified the rest of your life, how you wanted to handle it?
1: 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Like being real to people and, you know, just coming back to why are you actually here? Like, what are you not like, you know, for your workout? Like, what are you actually on this earth for? Like, are you here to be? the perfect Instagram influencer, probably not like you're here to be a good mom. You're here to, you know, be a great nurse. You're here to be a really great podcaster that like puts ideas and thoughts into people's heads. Like, what are you actually here for?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That gets hard when you, when you put yourself in the boxes and when you chase the paycheck or you, you know, like you said, you were broke moving out to San Diego with 4,000 bucks. You paid rent for one month and then what? You know, 4,000 <laughs> bucks is gone quick.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then I got four jobs and, you know, but right. even like moving to Tampa, same thing. It's like, you know, like every single time that I picked up and move, I started from scratch. So yeah. I'm here to tell you, like, even if you have $2,000 or whatever in your bank account, you're like, shit, I don't know if I can literally make it to the next month. Yes, you can. Like yeah. you have to, you have to be the one that like tells yourself you can. Because if you're talking down on yourself and you're like, yeah, I'm probably not going to do it. I can't make this like, yeah, it's, it's not going to happen.
0: Heck yeah. It's never going to happen. Right. Um, those moves. So you would say that the, the moving all over the country provided you with a little bit of personal growth.
1: Absolutely. Right. And plus, um, plus being- like picking, picking stuff up and like, you know, okay, you meet a run group in San Diego, those, those people stay with you move after move after move, because, you know, you met them, they trust you, you know, you built a relationship and they're like, you know, even this, even though she's moving to Tampa, I'm going to, you know, stick with it. Cause I really enjoy it. I enjoy the community. Um, so it's been a, a, a blessing and also, you know, like not so much of a blessing moving from place to place.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. But you've gained that knowledge of being in the new spot, and it opens you, opens your horizons, right? Like,
1: right.
0: You can only get so much if you stay in the place where you've always been, and that Absolutely. goes that goes for all facets facets of life, right? Yep. Um, your motto: strong, not skinny. In our culture, like you said, you know, flipping through those magazines, you see Ryan Reynolds with twelve pack abs, <laughs> and it's like, dang. I'm trying really hard and I'm not looking like Ryan Reynolds. I love that your motto isn't about a look and it's more of a feel. How'd you come up with, with that, with that self-introspect?
1: So our like motto, our hashtag is strong, not skinny. Um,
0: For your program. Always, correct.
1: Right. It Heck always yeah. goes back to like, what are we trying to tell? Like our younger self, right? Our younger yeah. self. If I could talk to Erica 10 years ago, 15 years ago, You know, trying to be like the people in the magazines or whatever, trying to compare myself to other professionals in the fitness industry. It's like, I am Erica. I'm not Stacy or Sarah who's on health magazine cover, you know, like I am me. I'm just trying to be my strongest self. I'm not trying to be skinny. I'm not trying to be whatever. I'm just trying to be like strong, whether that's physical, emotional, mental, um, So that's, that's where the strong, not skinny motto came from. Heck yeah! Also realizing like, like you just said, like, you're not Ryan Reynolds. Like you are Nate, (laughs) you are Nate. Like I am Erica. So like whatever you can get, like your strongest self, like that's all that you need to be.
0: Heck yeah. Heck yeah. And the, another thing that drew me to your program was, uh, you know, the non scale victories, this stuff to that you share, it's not. Well, I got to 100 and my goal weight of 135, it's, hey, I did a pull, I've never in my life done a pull up. And today I did a pull up. And right, I think the, that, like,
1: those are my favorite, you know, when somebody, yeah, it's great when somebody drops, like, you know, 30 pounds or whatever, when, when, you know, they're 300 pounds or whatever. But my favorite victories are those non scale victories, like yes. not even being able to do a push up when they start the program. Three months in, they can do maybe four push-ups on their toes. Like, those are my Heck favorite. Yeah.
0: That is motivation for you to just keep going, right? Doesn't that feel so good? Right. When you hear that those victories from the people who you're trying to help them ch- take control of their life, right?
1: Yeah. Like, thinking oh, yeah. back, one of my most memorable clients as a, as a trainer, um, my first year in training, I was given this client, she... Um, she had gone through breast cancer and she had, um, surgery where they took a part of her transverse abdominis, um, to do the reconstructive surgery. And she came in not being able to do any type of core work. And it was months and months and months that we, we were doing like negative sit-ups where, you know, you're controlling yourself on the way down. I would help her on the way up. And one day, I think it was like six months after training, she came in like, And she's like, nope, I want to try this on my own. Tried her first sit up, and she's like, she just started bawling. Like I Um, had no idea of her story. Um, And she's like, I haven't done a sit up like that in probably two years, you know, since having breast cancer. And it was just like, this is why we're here. You know, we're not we're not here as trainers to make people look great in a pair of jeans. Although yes, that's a benefit. We're here to like to do things like that. (laughs) We're here to you know, have people like really break down and be like, I could never do this two years ago or six months ago.
0: Right, right, right. You know, and that starting off at six in the morning, I love that because you're starting the day with something hard. And if you can start the day with something hard, it makes the rest of the day easy, right?
1: (laughs) Absolutely.
0: When when you guys are, you kick their ass some days, Erica, my (laughs) wife is dripping in sweat in the basement. So you
1: know, I, it's funny because Christy posted, I think it was yesterday. She's like, my two-year-old woke up at 3 a.m. Uh, and yeah. You know, it was like my six-month-old, you know, came mm-hmm. into the workout halfway through and was <laughs> throwing up or something. But, like, that's the thing. If if that 6 a.m. workout is the hardest part of your day, like, the rest is easy, right? Like, yeah, being Kate a mom. Clock.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Being a professional and a, and a parent and a wife and a, everybody's busy, right? Yeah, And this, this just helps lessen the burden. You don't have to drive to the gym. You don't have to pack your bag. You don't have to make lunch. I never thought about those things either because the gym is just ingrained in me. But then when my wife said, you know, I wouldn't, I have never went to the gym because I didn't want to take that time away from my family. I work 50, 60 hours a week, you know, that's just extra time away. So when I can do that in the comfort of my own home, it's a life changer.
1: Right. But like, you know, I, a lot of feedback that I hear about that is like, Oh, I don't want to work out at home because my kids are going to be bothering me the whole time. Many times they're not, you know, they're, they're in their own element or they're working out with you. Like they're trying to do pushups with you, but that 30 minutes in your morning, or if you're going to do it after work, that's probably your only 30 minutes of your entire day that you get to devote for yourself, right? You're taking care of everybody else, whether it's your boss who needs you to submit this or, Um, you know, your kids that need to be drive driven to their soccer practice. It's like that is your only 30 minutes that you are truly devoting to yourself.
0: Yep. Heck yeah. For that personal growth and self-introspect, best thing to do is knock it out with Erica at the sisterhood. (laughs) I love it. Well, Erica, I appreciate your time so much. I think you are an inspiration. I love the online community you've created. I, as someone who thought I was going to be in that industry. I think my background shows me how important your program is. It's an amazing thing that you've built. Um, I just have nothing but amazing things to say about your program, Erica, just like Molly Knuth media. I want to shout it from the rooftops and tell everybody about it. You know?
1: Yes. Molly is like, if you are a business owner, specifically a small business owner, Great podcast to listen yes. to. Um, you'll you'll receive lots of takeaways. Um, so yeah, another Heck local yeah. Iowa girl.
0: Cascade, real close to where we all grew up. Yeah. So if people uh, want to connect with you, you were on a podcast with Molly, and that can be Molly Knuth Media, and that was called, what is her um, podcast called? Small Minded?
1: Yep, Small Minded Podcast. And mm. I don't know what episode it was, but if you just look up um, her I think it was a couple episodes ago. So yep,
0: on Apple, you can find it small minded uh, podcast with Molly Knuth. Look up Erica's episode. It was amazing. They did a great job talking about small businesses, entrepreneurship. If you want to hear more of Erica, check that out. Erica, if people want to connect with you on social media or when they want to start this program, how do they uh, go about doing that?
1: Yeah. So they can um, either reach out on social media. So we have, um, both Facebook and Instagram. And it's just sweat inspire sisterhood. No, no D on the inspire. A lot of people type that in. And then our website is just www.sweatinspiresisterhood.com.
0: Awesome. So people can connect with you there. Now, I don't know if you've had an opportunity to listen to some of the other shows. I do a quick segment at the end, uh, called the firing range. That's in, in homage to my military career. And I will, uh, I have some questions for you if you're willing and ready.
1: I'm ready. Okay. I've listened to a few of them. Good. So I awesome. was like, Heck yes, yeah. I, hope, I hope he does this.
0: <laughs> Heck yeah. Yes, it's something that I'm trying to incorporate everyone. Now, this uh, episode of The Firing Range is sponsored by Wags and Whiskers Pet Bakery. That's owned by some local people who I went to high school with, Seth and Sam Engelkin. They're out of Coggan, Iowa. Their pet treats use three ingredients, peanut butter, oatmeal, and banana. Uh, no fillers. Awesome people. They're all over my Facebook. If you need that information, get it there. I will also be sending you some, Erica, for little uh, Diego, your pup. So oh, that's going to love that. Heck yeah, one of the benefits of being, being on my show. I appreciate your time. And without further ado, are you ready for the firing range? Let's go. All right. So number one, Iowa or Kansas?
1: Oh, I mean, <laughs> duh, Iowa.
0: <laughs> fly or drive?
1: Uh, fly every day.
0: Cold coffee or hot coffee? Uh,
1: God, that's a hard one.
0: Both. <laughs> <laughs> Erica, You can't you pick both. Oh,
1: man. Cold or I'm hot, a- you have to. i hot.
0: All right. Chocolate or peanut butter?
1: Oh, God. <laughs> these are all hard. Mm, chocolate.
0: Turkey dressing sandwich or made right?
1: Oh, turkey dressing for sure. In yeah.
0: sync or backstreet boys.
1: Oh, I'm not even gonna answer that one.
0: <laughs> weights, <laughs> weights or cardio? Weights. Treadmill or pavement?
1: Oh, treadmill.
0: American made or the Sweat Inspire Sisterhood.
1: Oh well duh, yeah, the sisterhood. Yeah.
0: Country, rock and roll, or hip-hop?
1: Oh hip hop, for sure. Oh
0: yeah. Erica, like I said before, I just appreciate the program you're putting out, your business values. I have taken so much myself from you, and I think that my guests just have so much to, uh, to be able to take from you as well. If there is one thing you could leave my uh, guests with for today, what would it be in regards to uh, the program that you're putting out and can offer to women?
1: I would say no matter what your what program you're going to go with, whether it's the Sisterhood or a different one, just find a community. Um, if you're not being held accountable, if you don't find that community, you will not continue on with anything. So find that community, find that support. And um, if you don't have that community, come reach out to us. We will be there for you.
0: Heck yeah. You can find it at the S- uh, Sweat Inspire Sisterhood. It is there. Well, Erica, that is all we have for today. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And I look forward to speaking with you again.
1: All right, Nate. Thank you so much. Take care. All right. Bye.
0: If you have an incredible story you'd like to tell, and I've yet to reach out to you, please contact me directly at theworldwithnatepodcast at gmail.com. This project was made with love by Pixel Labs. This year has brought a ton of firsts for all of us. One of these firsts I'm particularly proud of is my recent home decluttering project. But with the completion of this project, it brought about a new challenge, finding room for all my treasures. Maybe it's not treasure. Maybe it's your household items or a vehicle or camper. Maybe you do simply just want to declutter after the hectic year. If you find yourself in a similar situation, please contact my friend at current storage. You can contact Buck at 319-269-9510 for all of your storage needs. They currently have locations available in Hudson, Cedar Falls, Mason City, Grundy Center, New Hartford. Webster City and Decorah for all of your storage needs. Are you looking to sell farmland or recreational timber? Matt Tobin is a land specialist with High Point Land Company and has buyers ready to purchase land now. Land prices coupled with historically low interest rates make it the best time to buy or sell your property. Please give Matt a call at 563-451-7390 if you are looking to buy or sell land in all of Iowa.